thank you for joining us today on another installment of Rustin Sullivan's exciting podcast series that highlights key disruptive technologies, growth opportunities, economic trends, new business models, industry convergence and emerging geographies and much more. I'm Aarti, industry manager with the Tech Vision research team and we'll be talking about the importance of acrylamide mitigation and various technologies and strategies that can help in reducing the acrylamide content in food products. Acrylamide is classified as a group 2A carcinogen by the International Agency for Research on Cancer and it has no safety limits that are set on the intake of substance. Various tests conducted by a lot of independent agencies across the world has recently showcased the alarming levels of acrylamide content in various food products. For example, a recent safety study by the Consumer Council in Hong Kong on cookies and sweet pastries highlighted that nearly 90% of the food products were containing the genotoxic carcinogen acrylamide. Apart from that, instances on the presence of acrylamide in baby foods, breakfast cereals, which have been commercialized by global brands, underlines the threat posed by the carcinogen to consumer health. Countries across the globe have already started taking steps to reduce acrylamide content in foods. The US FDA has given non-binding recommendations and guidelines to the industry. The EU legislation mandates a reduction in several food categories such as french fries, baked foods, breakfast cereals, potato-based snacks, etc. and also baby foods. The European Union also plans to review the regulation every three years and impose more stringent benchmark levels. Japan has already developed a code of practice for the reduction of acrylamide in foods, while South Korea has established a, an acrylamide reduction guideline. Countries like China and India are not far behind and have sanctioned various research studies focused on its mitigation strategies. With the regulation push and customer choices leaning towards foods that are produced with minimal residues and dry products that can be considered safe, and also focused on natural and safe ingredients and healthy with perceivable nutritional benefits, acrylamide reduction and mitigation is significant for global brands to meet and fulfill customer choices and preferences. This leads to an important question on how careful should food manufacturers be towards acrylamide reduction. Food Drink Europe in its acrylamide toolbox has identified three main strategies to mitigate acrylamide content in various food products. This include raw material changes, recipe changes, and process changes. Raw material changes can be anything from careful selection of raw materials, such as specific strains and varieties that exhibit inherent characteristics for low levels of acrylamide formation. Process changes include control of production time, method, temperature, and other parameters that can contribute to acrylamide formation. The third and the most important being the techniques to control and mitigate acrylamide formation during production. This includes addition of enzymes, processing aids, and other additives in the recipe to reduce the formation of the carcinogen. Food companies are partnering with various raw material developers and ingredient manufacturers to develop solutions to find ways to reduce acrylamide content. Various mitigation strategies have been adopted to reduce the formation of it. For instance, the use of amino acids as a strategy to reduce the levels in potato-based snacks, flatbreads, and bread crust is prominent, with glycine being widely used. Acid treatments with ascorbic acid or citric acid for potatoes and processed foods, and use of enzymes such as uh, Novozymes acrylovae 
are also emerging. With food companies starting to take measures to protect their image and brand name and to avoid product recalls, we can expect healthier food products that comply with the benchmark levels suggested by authorities in the future. On that note, I hope you enjoyed this session. Please join us on future podcasts and become a member of Frost & Sullivan by emailing us at digital at frost.com. Thank you for your time.